You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Siege from the Puma Podcast team. If you like listening to this show and others created by our team, you can help us keep making them through our Puma Patak tip jar. Our goal is to get 100 of you, our friends, to make a contribution and show your support for the journalism and storytelling that we do. We're happy to keep making shows that you can listen to for free, but making them isn't free. So we appreciate any support you send our way. All you need to do is to go to pumapodcast.com where you'll find a link to the Pumapatak tip jar. Hi, I'm Frank Luna Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode, we, we hope to reduce the terrible sight of going home at midnight along EDSA and still seeing people waiting to take the bus. That is the advantage of what the subway will bring. They know that they can always go to the subway station and there will be a train coming along in a few minutes. We talk about yet another delay and a long line of railway projects. This time, the Metro Manila subway. The volume of traffic that a subway or a railway can take as compared to a highway or a road is significantly higher because it is regular, there is no traffic, and it is scheduled. And so people can hope that it is a reliable. That's President Bongbong Marcos speaking at the signing of contracts for three of the subway stations. The Metro Manila subway has been called the future crown jewel of the Philippines railway system. And for good reason. It's set to run from Valenzuela City to Bikutan in Taguig with 17 stations and a fleet of eight car train sets that can take on over 2,000 passengers each. Once built, it can serve over 500,000 commuters every day. In May, the Department of Transportation inked right-of-way agreements with four major property owners. Basically, those partners agreed to use their properties for the subway at no cost to the government. But the project has gotten off track. The first phase of the Metro Manila subway project is expected to be completed in 2028, but right-of-way issues continue to hound its construction. Listen to Mikey Mendoza, the subway's project manager. She was interviewed on the One News show Agenda. Sa ngayon po may mga delays po tayo na na-incur because of the pandemic, aside from that right-of-way acquisition. Right-of-way is the right to pass over or through real property owned by someone else. Under the law, private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. 
It's a perennial problem of infrastructure projects in the Philippines. The same thing, for example, happened with the Philippine National Railways in Laguna and the MRT-7 along Commonwealth. It's a totally new path, po, pero ang principle po namin is as much as possible, we use government properties para wala pong masyadong private properties na maapektuhan hanggat maaadin po yung tunnel po natin yung nilalagay po namin sa ilalim ng road. Kaya lang po, dito po sa may east side, medyo may difficulty lang po kami kasi wala naman po tayong roads na diretsyo pababa. We're pausing for a quick break now when we return more on the delays with the Metro Manila subway. Mendoza, project manager of the subway, says some property owners still refuse to cooperate and give up their land. So the negotiation process is taking too long. Some of the stations are also under business districts like Artigas, Shaw, and BGC. That's why some parts of Maraca Avenue and Pasig City will have to be closed for the next six years. When it comes to rail projects, the government typically buys the land altogether. If homes were involved, property owners are also compensated or even relocated. After that, there's also demolition and clearing to worry about. Nagsimula po kami from scratch. Wala po talagang available na lupa bukod po dun sa mga na-identify na government properties na pwede pong daanan ng subway. The subway's depot will be in Barangay Ugong, Valenzuela. Excavation was supposed to start mid-December, but that was also delayed. Yung depot pa lang po, it's a 30-hectare depot. Zero po yung ownership ng government dun sa area na yun. Ngayon po, we are at 90% acquired for the CP101 depot. 90% may mga konti pa rin pong property owners na nagre-refuse talagang makipag-cooperate po. But uh, we're getting help from other government agencies and LGUs po in order to proceed or to accomplish the expropriation po of those properties. The reason for that is that the Japan International Cooperation Agency, or JICA, which is financing the project, has imposed a lot of social safeguards. Under our deal with JICA, the government is shouldering the right-of-way acquisition of land and the tax that they'll have to take on. And JICA is pretty particular about how they go about it, which is good news for property owners because it means that illegal confiscation of property, which has happened in the past, will be avoided. Napakahigpit po ni Jaika sa, sa social safeguards. And para po sa akin, personally, magandang bagay po iyon. Kasi hindi po natin, hindi po, hindi po maargabyado yung mga affected natin na property owners. And of course, yung mga informal settlers din po. In July, the Commission Audit flagged that some 1.6 trillion pesos worth of DOTR projects were already delayed. It's not clear yet how much right-of-way issues will push the subway project back. But for now the government is sticking to its earlier deadline. For the entire phase one po, our completion is at 2028 po. Ngayon po, medyo bumabalik na po tayo sa normal. Tuloy-tuloy pa rin po yung construction. Kumbaga, kahit naman po nung pandemic, tuloy-tuloy pa rin. Pero syempre, pagka meron pong nag-positive, meron pong konting delay na naiipon. By the way, neither the North-South Commuter Railway nor the Mindanao Railway Project are also slated for partial completion until at least 2028. 
The cut, of course, in travel time is also very important, but still, it is to reduce the uncertainty as to when we will get home. We will reduce the terrible stories that we hear of people who do no longer see their children because they come home at the, the 1.30 in the morning and the children are asleep. They have to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to get back on the bus to fight with the traffic coming back to work. Whether or not President Marcos will still be in office by then is something only time will tell. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Joe Salcedo and produced by Kat Ventura. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.